I was on night shift. And finally, Zeddy and I were asleep. Asleep means I'm in her bed. Also, that means that the right side of my body is more like a concrete cinder block. She likes to hold hands, and I end up sacrificing that entire side of my body. But whatever. We had gotten to bed early parenting up family. I was so happy about it. The lights were out. Okay, almost all the lights. Zeddy requires one small nightlight on her side of the room just to keep her from getting too disoriented. But the TV was off. We actually were able to cut the TV off before the infomercial started. A miracle. Boom! Crash! Intruder alert! Intruder alert! Intruder alert! Intruder alert! That's the burglar alarm. I am in a panic. I don't know how long I had been asleep, but the sleep was deep enough that my brain was startled. Like an electric shock went through my body to be awakened so violently. What am I supposed to do now? I jump up. Zeddy jumps up with me. I'm trying to tell her, hey, lady, stay in the bed. I'm trying to run downstairs. She's running with me. Wait, JG, wait, JG, where are you going? I don't know where I'm going, but you can't come with me. There's an intruder alert, lady. Parenting Up, Caregiving Adventures with Comedian Jay Smiles is the intense journey of unexpectedly being fully responsible for the well-being of my mama. For almost a decade, I've been chipping away at the unknown, advocating for her, and pushing Alzheimer's awareness on anyone and anything with a heartbeat. Caregiver newbies, OGs, village members trying to just prop up a caregiver, you are in the right place. Hi, this is Zeddy. I hope you enjoy my daughter's podcast. Is that okay? Today's episode, a burglar is breaking in on me and Zeddy. Zeddy's bedroom door is shut. She refuses to let me keep it open. I would like to keep the door open so you could hear something. It's a greater sense of security for me to feel like I can have a sense of what's going on in the house. But whatever, Zeddy's not having it. So we're in Zeddy's room. The door is closed. I'm jumping all around trying to make her stay inside the room. She doesn't want to do it. She is determined to go with me. Lady, I don't even know what I'm doing. Y'all, I was so disoriented. I mean, truly disoriented. Like, my head was throbbing. My palms were sweaty. First of all, I am not a fighter. I'm a lover. Period. I want to hug everybody. I've never been in a fight in my entire life. I'm a word fighter. If you get past me fussing a little bit and trying to intimidate you with 
some five and six syllable words, I'm done. I got nothing else. This was before Zeddy was incontinent. So she had on real pajamas and underwear. She was really moving quickly. I couldn't sidestep this chick. She doesn't have shoes on. I'm thinking, oh, lady, stay in the room. She will not do it. It was awful. I can't fight the burglar for me and you, mama. This is what I'm thinking in my head, but I don't want to say that out loud because she has Alzheimer's. I don't know where that's going to rest with her. The burglar alarm is still saying, intruder alert, intruder alert, intruder alert. Glass break, glass break, glass break, glass break. So all of that loudness is still ringing everywhere. And I'm arguing with Zeddy to go back in the room. And she says, no, I'm not. This is a hell of a time to be so clear and defiant, mom. But uh, uh, okay. I said, Zeddy, I got to go see what's going on. She says, I have to protect you, J.G., How sweet is that? Now, what am I supposed to say to that? In a moment of sheer panic, I can't fight her. And she's hitting me with the loving mother protection thing. And she's also forcing us to be too loud. The burglar didn't have to know that there was people in the house. But now they know that there are at least two women. Great, (laughs) Zeddy. That's awesome. They can hear two chicks in here. Fussing about not going out the room. Well, we sound very prepared to protect ourselves. I'm thinking through what to do. No one else is in the house. Whenever I'm the night shift caregiver, all the other caregivers are going about their daily lives. When I'm off, then there are typically three of us. The night shift caregiver is here with Zeddy, and I'm at the house just being her daughter. That was not the case this night. I'm thinking, okay, I need to get a knife and a broom or a bat. But I got to get to the broom and the bat, and I got to get Zeddy to quit sticking to me like a glove. I was like a bumbling (laughs) idiot. I turned the lights on. I was like, oh, no, that's not a good idea. Turn them off. I'm trying to pseudo remember half of the things I've seen on television. I love watching the murder shows. Like all of this is going through my head while I'm trying to get Zeddy to at least stay at the top of the stairs. At this point, we have come out of her room, but I'm trying to say, well, okay, just stand here at the top of the stairs, Ma. Let me go down to the kitchen and I'll yell back up to you. And she's, now wait, J.G., wait. Just wait, J.G., just wait. That's when I turn the light on. I'm like, oh, oh, no, that's not a good idea. Because then they're going to know where you are in the house. Jay, turn the light back off. My heart is pounding because I have to protect my mother. I'm tiptoeing down the steps. I look up, Zeddy is coming down the steps too. But she is sidestepping one at a time. 
She's not moving quickly at all. Y'all, I'm like, is this really happening? Is my mama holding on to the banister and doing right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot? Somebody just go ahead and just shoot us both. Now, this is not going to work. I look up. I'm like, Mama, no. She's like, hold on, JG. Here I come. Absolutely not. Don't come. I was so mad with her. Lady, why do you keep ignoring what I'm saying? I don't think the Alzheimer's was really top of mind. Saving our lives was top of mind. I need you to stay your little behind upstairs. Now her behind ain't all that little, but she's shorter than me and I am currently in charge of you. Lady, ooh, if I could have choked her without killing her, you know what I'm saying? Or if I could have pinched her real hard in her cheek and in the fat meat right behind, okay, in the middle of the back of your arm, right there where you can just pinch it and it can turn like they used to do when you were in school, like in elementary school, and it can bruise, but they can't really say that they beat you. That's where I wanted to get her, right there, in between your elbow and your shoulder in the back. I was like, lady, really? Right now? Like, we could go blow to blow on the floor, except we don't have time, because then the burglar would get us. I am having a horrible time processing everything that is happening. The burglar alarm is still yelling. I have yet to be able to get to the burglar alarm pad. But honestly, in my brain, I'm thinking, I don't know if I want to turn it off. Because if I turn it off, that's going to alert the alarm company or the police that I'm safe and not to come. You might be thinking, Jay Smiles, what about calling 911? The alarm company. Right. Up until this point, that had not crossed my mind. That is just how out of sorts I was. <laughs> Everything rational eluded me. Once it was very clear that Zeddy was not going to stop following me, down the steps, I turned around, said, good job, Zeddy. We did everything we were supposed to do. Let's go back upstairs. And she was as chatty walking back up the steps. Huh, JG, where are we going? What are we doing? But I grabbed her hand and scooched her right on back up into her room. I locked the door and thought, girl, where the hell were you going and what were you going to do? You can't fight nobody. You don't know how to shoot a gun. What you going to do with the knife? I'm not really ready to kill nobody or stab nobody. And can you fight hard enough for yourself and for Zeddy? And obviously, Zeddy decided this was a tag team situation. Now, I will say this. Zeddy is my mama. And who knows? A moment of clarity and fierce protectionism may have come over her to take care of her child. I'm not going to get into that, but I did not want to risk 
that kind of miracle needed to come from the heavens. We get in the bedroom. I lock the door. I get my cell phone. The alarm is still ringing and screaming. Intruder alert, intruder alert, intruder alert. Y'all know how to, <laughs> after a while, it sounds like the battery is starting to get drained and the poor little computer man voice starts to get weak. Intruder alert, intruder alert. Intruder. I was like, hell, I hope the intruder is still scared or wherever, getting the hell away from here. I call 911. They want to know way too much information. Then it hits me, Jay, you're not calling from the landline. You're calling from your cell phone. So they can't track you, sweetheart. They need to know the address, the color of the house, if you have a driveway. Okay, I'm being a little bit of a snit. But they had to have way more information than I was in the mood to give. Because by this time, in my opinion, 12 years had passed. It may have only been six minutes. In my heart, literally at least 30 minutes had gone by. I'm sure it wasn't that long. But it was such an intense, heart-pounding, adrenaline rush of whatever amount of minutes Zeddy and I had gone through. I was like, what? Just come. I kept giving the address. Well, ma'am, describe what's going on. Stay on the phone. Y'all, Zeddy's in the background, steady asking questions. Because by this time, Zeddy is starting to get really agitated. She's starting to get disoriented. She's starting to get anxious. How do you hush up your mama while you're trying to explain to 911 that possibly an intruder is breaking into your house as you speak. Obviously, I don't want to scream, hey, there's a burglar in the house. I'm trying to whisper, there's a burglar in the house, and according to the alarm, they're in the kitchen, mudroom, breakfast room area. But if I need to talk over my mother's voice, I'm almost yelling. What am I supposed to do? Put my hand over Zeddy's mouth? Okay, again, I'm a black woman from the southern part of the United States, the southeastern part of the United States, Montgomery, Alabama to be exact. What I can never do is be disrespectful to my mother. I don't care what her state of mind is. Zeddy still will not let me curse in front of her even with the alzheimer's if i say something like shit or hell she goes ah, jg to this day i digress but again you all are used to that so <laughs> the conversation is nuts ola and totally crazy with the 911 operator that person is asking me very serious and very appropriate questions but I'm frustrated as hell because I'm ready for them to get here right now. And I'm trying to calm Zeddy down and tell her, please hush your mouth. But that poor baby, she doesn't understand hush. 
She doesn't understand be quiet. At this point, it's 3, 4 a.m. She's been startled too. She's walked up and down the steps halfway. This loud alarm is still going on. She can sense my energy. She can tell I'm rattled. So she starts to go off the rails, asking all kind of questions. Now she's putting on her shoes, getting her purse. I'm trying to keep her from going out the door. And she's grabbing her hand from me. Y'all, you talking about chaos. And I didn't want to put the light on. So her nightlight is still on, but not like enough lights in the room for me to feel comfortable. And we still have on our pajamas. So I don't even feel like, oh, if we got to go jump out the window and do a tuck and roll, that's not going to be good either. Eventually, the police arrive. Thankfully, the 911 operator stays on the phone with me until the police arrive. Because I tell her, ma'am, I'm not leaving this room to even turn off the alarm. And so I will have no way of knowing that the police are here because there's no window from my mom's room for me to see the front of the house. So please stay on the phone. So thank goodness that they did that. I turn the alarm off. I go down. Zeddy comes in tow, right foot, left foot. So we take our little sweet time going down the steps. Zeddy wants to talk to the police officers. She is having such a circular conversation. It is a little bit funny at this point because once the police arrive, I'm like, hey, we're safe, whatever. They are trained and they have guns. By then, I'm delirious in terms of fear and adrenaline all rolled up into frustration. But I feel safe. So I let Zeddy just go for it. So at least for three to five minutes, these poor police officers are trying to have a conversation with her. And I will admit, I didn't even stop it. Not that I was trying to be mean. I didn't have the energy. So Zeddy was talking to them about how she had to go to work and how she needed them to move their car so that she could get out of the garage. That baby had her own reality. It wasn't really funny, but in the moment, I just needed to catch my breath. And I couldn't even pull all my brain cells together enough to calm Zeddy down in a way that would have been comforting to her. So I had to give her those four or five minutes to get all that extra energy out. And then I grabbed her hand, put my arms around her shoulder, and I said, that's right, baby. We're going to get all of that done in just a few minutes. And I said, officers, my mom has ALZ. And then I mouthed the word Alzheimer's in a very low tone so Zeddy couldn't hear me say the full word. ALZ, thankfully, has never clicked to Zeddy as an acronym for Alzheimer's. So I can get away with saying that. And then the police officers asked me what happened. I described it to them, and they said, well, ma'am, you all stay in the house. We will do a perimeter check first, and then we will come in and check the home. I said, great. While they were doing that, Zeddy and I just sat in the kitchen and I was just holding her hand 
letting her ramble and talk about whatever she wanted to. And the conversation got more and more convoluted and twisted as the time passed. And I just let her run with it. I didn't try to stop her at all. Guess what the culprit was? Apparently, a vehicle. The police believed it had to have been a large truck, possibly an 18-wheeler, or something larger than a passenger vehicle, was barreling down the road and shook the ground around my house enough to cause a very large, heavy piece of artwork ornamentation to crash off of the wall inside my house. The way it tumbled off the wall and hit near a window adjacent to the door made the alarm go nuts. All of that extra noise, intruder alert, glass break was from a car passing by. Y'all know I called the alarm company. I said, hey, I'm going to need you to maybe a little bit turn down the glass break or the sensor or something. Hell, I don't live in California. I'm not on an earthquake fault zone. What in the entire world? There was no person trying to get in. There wasn't an animal scratching at the door. A motor vehicle drove by too fast? Oh, goodness. Needless to say, Zeddy and I saw the sunrise the next morning. She was very anxious, quite clingy, and very chatty. Even after we got back to her bedroom, we got back in the bed, I did every trick I knew to calm her down. It didn't work. That set of events was so uncommon and so disruptive to her schedule, to her pattern, to our pattern, quite honestly. There was no trick to coming back from it. I wanted shots of vodka and a strong man to hold me tight, but neither one of those seemed wise in the moment. The next day was totally unproductive. I was trash. My entire schedule might as well have been erased. As a caregiver, you don't really know when things are going to be flipped upside down or tossed out the window. As a caregiver, so often it's hard to explain to other people why we are so depleted or why we don't have the energy or the wherewithal to even ask for help. Who could have known that the alarm would go off and cause such chaos for Zeddy overnight, in the middle of the night, which would then cause a domino effect for me the next day? In that instance, Zeddy wasn't even sick. There was no medical emergency. The house didn't burn down. There was no financial crisis. But yet and still, as a caregiver, I was emotionally and physically drained. The next day, 
I was creatively, mentally, physically, and emotionally no good for anyone. How do you just call into your job and say, I can't come in today or I'm not going to be any good to you because my burglar alarm went off in the middle of the night. What? That sounds crazy, right? Because a lot of people's alarm might go off in the middle of the night. Burglar alarm, fire alarm. But it's not the same if you're a caregiver and your loved one is disturbed and wakes up and then they cannot go back to sleep and then you have to stay up with them. That's another world. That is another ball of wax. The snuggle up. Number one, non-medical emergencies can throw us off our day too. Be honest with yourself, those around you, your crew, especially your caregiver crew. Let people know you need a break. You need some time off. If you've had a tough night, even something as small as the alarm went off and threw us way out of whack. Number two, if you and your LO are in a heightened situation, there's a lot of stress in the air. Don't expect your LO to be in a better emotional state than you are. If you're freaked out and anxious, and scared just imagine what they must be feeling number three remember to laugh sometimes you just have to laugh at this stuff if you are physically okay and not harmed and your LO is okay once the crisis is over just laugh yeah your LO may Have some circular conversations. It may take them a minute to calm down and get back to sleep. But such is life. It's the life of a caregiver. Hopefully in a few days, and a few weeks, it will be another caregiving adventure that you can share and laugh about. Number four, join me every Monday night for a video broadcast a podcast it's a video podcast it's all about caregiving but a completely different topic than we have here same title parenting up in partnership with getvocal.com follow us on social media parenting up has a presence on youtube facebook and instagram with unique caregiving content That's it for now. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe for continuous caregiving tips, tricks, trends, and truth. Pretty, pretty please with sugar on top. Share and review it too. I'm a comedian. Alzheimer's is heavy, but we ain't got to be.